0: Hey, y'all, it's Leah, and we're back with another episode. You already know what time it is. It's Real Talk With Me. Y'all, so I guess, I guess you already seen what the title of this episode is, but I'm going to save that. Y'all got to wait. Let me just fill y'all in on what's going on with me. So I have been chilling with my friend. You know, we've been getting back to basics. As I told y'all before, I am no longer in a relationship. But we are still friends and we still hang out from time to time. Besides that, um, child ain't nothing been going on with me. i just been chilling, spending time with my Aggie-ass cousin. And that is my guest today. Y'all, so let me just go ahead and introduce her, Miss Nicole. Hi, <laughs> <Hey>, y'all. <laughs> So, okay. The title of this episode is Baby Coming Soon. Why is it Baby Coming Soon? Tell my my podcast what's going on. <laughs> because I'm
1: expecting.
0: Be oh, she's pregnant. Oh. <laughs> yes, yeah, so tell us about your pregnancy. How does it feel? Like honestly, how does it feel to be pregnant? It's tiring.
1: It takes over your body. Um at first the first 2 weeks was Good. I was fine. I was like, oh, okay, I can do this. I was still eating, being able to eat what I want to eat. And I'm like, all right, we're cool. We're good. Like, I ain't gonna be sick. I ain't gonna be like everybody else. And then once I got, I wanna say, like, five weeks and got my first doctor's appointment and they told me my due date, it was like, the baby was like, okay, you know your due date, so now I'm gonna act up. Um, so a lot of nausea, a lot of throwing up. Um, scents like, literally make me nauseous. Like, washing my dishes, I like, get sick. Um, cleaning, with bleach and stuff like that, typically that's normal for any pregnant pregnant person. Um, but also like fast food and stuff, I'm not typically able to eat anymore. I have to eat more healthy, which is not normal for me because I just want. My- y'all know shit
0: capping. Let me tell y'all, this girl love fucking bacon and waffles. Yesterday when she came over, she wanted bacon, eggs, and waffles. That's like her signature meal. I'm telling y'all, like she loves that. That's probably what she craved in the morning for breakfast. But <laughs> Are you excited about this baby?
1: Yes, I am. um, We're hoping for a girl. Um, If not, you know, I'm happy either way, as long as it's a healthy baby. But, you know, I'm going to be a little upset because next week or the following week, we're going to have my gender (laughs) reveal, and so if I see a little bit of blue, I'm going to cry, you know, but, you know, we good, we good.
0: Yes. (laughs) So, why are you excited though? You planned this, right?
1: Yes, it was planned. Um, We kind of just like, you know, we're both ready, you know, let's Get it done get it cracking um i do have endometriosis so prior to getting pregnant um i thought it was very hard for me too because endometriosis causes a lot of infer- infertility mm-hmm. on top of really bad cramps and bleeding and other things um so i thought it'd be very hard for me but i stopped all like my prescriptions that like you know for like my health and stuff not life or death like if i stopped them i would die or anything mm-hmm. um and then i stopped my birth control because i was on that for a, a whole year because of the endometriosis it's just best you don't have your period so you don't um have to go through that pain um, so i stopped that we got it i'm gonna say we got it cracking in september and then next thing you know <laughs> i like, took a test i to say the end of september beginning of october and it was like boom you're pregnant i so, like, <laughs> oh, okay so
0: you are not surprised at all like damn i'm pregnant for real no
1: i was like so excited i like and like called someone. I think it was like six in the morning or something. And you got- text me,
0: it was like, <laughs> guess what? I'm pregnant. <laughs> so yeah. And Dad's excited, of course. He is, he is, he is, yes. He's always like our little family, you know, we're <laughs> ready to, you know, have the baby in June. I'm not really too happy
1: about a Gemini because you know. Yeah, you know, Geminis are yeah.
0: hell. So yeah. <laughs> but yeah, definitely
1: moving into a bigger home, having a house, you know, backyard.
0: All that good stuff, putting up the crib, getting the room together, all that good stuff. So tell
1: my podcast how old you are. I am 24. I'll be 25 <laughs> next month.
0: So do you feel like it would be easier if you have gotten pregnant before? Like, let's just say, because I know you wanted a baby. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like it would have been harder for you if you would have had a
1: baby, you know, when you were 23,
0: 22, like a year ago, two years ago?
1: age does matter age is a factor Mm -hmm. um but also who you're with is also a factor so i think in a time in life where i am and at the age i am um even the person that i am having a child with me and him we love each other you know but i know at the end of the day even if we do not work out my child will still have a great dad we'll be able to still co-parent Mm-hmm. And be there for the child and mm-hmm. do what we need to do. So it's great, right. like you know, on age, you know, you still have a lot of growing up to do. But with me and my background, you know, being raised in foster care, I had to grow up fast. So you know, I was working at sixteen. You know, I have my own place at eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um, so it age matters by the same time. Age does not matter, but it, it what it would have been a little bit harder for me because, like I said, I was very independent at the time. Mm-hmm. I still am independent. Um, so I I was very stubborn in those younger days. You know? Yeah. definitely be like i need you for nothing you know
0: (laughs) does you being in foster care like does it have any effect on how you're going to raise your baby
1: of course um i definitely want my child to have both parents um Mm -hmm. that's very important to me um so that's not going to be an issue um even not i definitely just wouldn't put my child through what my parents put me through Mm -hmm. um i'm definitely not an alcoholic i'm definitely not a Drug addict, so I mm-hmm. never put my child do that, and then me and my child would never want for nothing because at the end of the day, I'm gonna hustle to make sure we, baby girl, big boy, got what they
0: need. About. Right? So, what advice would you give to someone who's dealing with pregnancy alone? They have no type of support system, they have a the baby, you know, the guy's like, you know, I don't really want anything to do with this. What advice would you give them?
1: So, that is hard, <laughs> uh, it doesn't help either. Um, you know, every woman's opinions and options of what they want to do is on them. I personally don't believe in abortion. Right. So that would not be my advice to mm-hmm. anyone. Um you are more than welcome to do what you want to do. My yeah. preference on that is just it took two. It did just take one. Right. There's a the difference if you got raped, you know, whatever. Yeah. But if it's not and it was consensual, it took the both of you both of you knew what you were doing even if you were on birth control right you knew that you could still
0: get it on birth control so guess what don't be cheap get that 50 plan b but sometimes the plan b doesn't. yeah you birth. still get pregnant <laughs> with a
1: condom so i mean shit it's right. like <laughs> so it's like you know you gotta take that responsibility you just can't kill a life you know but once again to each his own right not argue with that right um we don't judge uh, right, it's right, a judge-free right, zone right, right. um but you know it is like even with me and like me having a supportive spouse, like sometimes I still just feel alone because of my hormones. Right. Um, and so I you know, I honestly think they should they have like groups for like addicts and alcoholics. They need to have groups for like foster children, groups for moms, like there needs to be like a little club or like a Facebook club or like yeah. to where moms meet once or twice a month or something, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so everyone can get you know feel on it and stuff like that um and definitely like you know just making sure you have the right resources and you know you reach out to the right people you have the right people in your life because you know doing it alone doesn't help that you know you don't got the baby dad in the picture. then you got miserable friends stressing you out like you know just try to make the best of it and try to be positive and you know
0: um because pregnancy that. is hard alone on the yeah. body so yeah. i mean yeah. Yeah. even well, when definitely. you good you're not really good yeah. so well, <laughs> oh okay well i mean how do you feel about a danny lay situation with the baby i don't know if you've seen it but he had her fucked up
1: So, if you were in nice that
0: girl I mean, listen <laughs> own, i don't i'm not
1: first of all i didn't know the girl name i didn't know the baby had, had a girlfriend or whatever she was because you know me, I, I hear something already i'm just saying right you know? i don't but um i don't know teachers don't like i said i don't really know the background of
0: it or whatever right. Um was it
1: kind of disrespectful to say get out three o'clock in the morning yeah, do we know the backstory of why well, whatever the case may be? No, so therefore, you know, you can't speak on it. At the end of the day, you know me, my tracks when I I'd like, you told me to get out, so the baby stay here with you. You told me to get out. You take care of the baby. Can I have your Well, how would you okay. feel?
0: Listen, how would you feel if you were to have a child with someone and he portrayed it like you guys were together, but he was like, man, no, you my side bitch. Like, No. Cause I mean that happens so many times in relationships, like when people get pregnant by somebody, they was like thinking it was something else. So like, how would you feel? Yeah, no, um, I don't,
1: I don't play those games, you know. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm about my ish because it's is me. Cause I have have nigga think you decide nigga, okay? But no, I don't even do that. But I'm just, I just have my, <laughs> <laughs> I you know, my list, I used to have my options. I would be like, look, we're not in a relationship, but I make it be no. Like you're going to like let it be known like if, if that's the case and that's what it is like even though it's not about social media you're gonna post it on social media prior yeah or you're gonna post me like when people be like oh they i want our relationship to be a secret da, da, da. it ain't even gotta be a secret y'all can do those little pictures where you know you take a picture and you're hiding his face but yeah. it's still known that y'all are one yeah I mean? um so that's just how i feel about situation like hey, you shouldn't let nobody play you like that or whatever case may be and I also say, like you know, love's not built off of money. I can care less how much a person got in this whole motherfucking world. Right. If you don't love me and can't care for me, then I don't want it. Like you can have all this money, but you're gonna be beating me upside so my motherfucking head and mm-hmm. giving me some money to hush up. I don't.
0: Think. So uh, you're right. You got a point. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like you how you get some. How do you get somebody pregnant and then turn around and? be like oh no you my side piece like you know I mean I'm pretty sure they did have a relationship because I did see on social media you know they was with each other you know all that type of stuff like and then you what postpartum depression like you never know what she was going through on top of that so that's
1: another thing too that I don't like and that I saw like a lot of men will be like oh and here we go blame it on postpartum it's like men don't really understand yeah because they're not a woman they don't have a vagina they, they just you know right. like i explained to my father i'm like look i can admit to i'm over dramatic at times but i'm letting you know now this is not me being over dramatic like my stomach is hurting i yeah. do not feel good like my breasts are tender like Babe, I feel like I'm about to faint. Like, I'm not over-exaggerating. Like, this, this is serious, you know? And I honestly didn't take postpartum serious until, I'm going to say, a couple of years ago mm-hmm. when I had a co-worker I
0: mm-hmm. was working
1: with. She was the happy, well, it, the way she appeared yeah. at work and to us, was she was the most happiest nurse in the world. She would smile. She'd be, like, she'd be like, hey, Nicole, how are you doing? Like, you know, you're good or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. She'd be like, oh, okay, you know. And like she was great and then all of a sudden our boss says you know nurse so and so um got into an accident like an accident. what and um she uh she was like yeah whatever so then like they wouldn't disclose like what happened until after like you know because you know cover just found out everything yeah so so a while she ended up trying to commit suicide and shot herself and wow. she was in a very critical condition but she ended up bouncing back. She's she's gonna have to go through a lot of physical therapy, a lot of occupational therapy. Mm-hmm. But she had three beautiful children. But she couldn't physically connect with them.
0: Mm-hmm. Like she
1: didn't really cry at birth. Like when she had them, like she like she knew she loved like loved them, like they're her children. But she could not connect. The See, love I've
0: heard about them. it, but and, I didn't know it was that deep. Yeah, like well, I didn't could. know. Yeah, she
1: couldn't connect the love, you know. And so, like, it was just frustrating to her. But it was like you would just think, you know, she's the happiest person. Like, right. and I think that's where men get confused, like. Because us women, we're so strong. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, yeah, we'll show up with a smile on our face. We'll act goofy. But inside, like, we're hurting. But we're doing it. Yeah. we got to do it. Because just like I said, like, with my past, no matter if I'm hurting, whatever the case may be, I would never let my child see that I'm hurting. I'm going to hustle and make sure me and her are good. Regardless, even though I'm hurting inside, even though I'm emotional and inside and mentally and emotionally, I'm not there. Right. Um, so men just see it as always oh, an act or whatever case by, case may be, but it's just like people are out here committing suicide because of it. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's another thing that people don't take mental health seriously. It's just like, you know, people think, oh, it's just a mind thing, it's just a game. No, thing. mental
0: health is like, a big yeah. is a it's a big issue. Like that's why they have at some jobs a mental health day. Like sometimes you need to just call off and get yourself together mentally. So I mean No. Well, we going to jump off that topic real quick. So, let's jump into your labor. Are you trying to get it up drill? cuz baby, no, listen. No ma'am. No ma'am, no ma'am. But why? You you don't like pain. So, how the fuck you supposed to no get no through ma'am. labor? I just, I'm gonna get
1: through it cuz I personally hate you needles. Know, like, hate them. I be I be like I tell the nurse, i be like, "Hey, can you count down to 3?" Well, you put this needle in me, but I get blood Yeah, blood. but they say that
0: it affects the baby. So is it more so that it affects the baby or you just don't well, like needles? It, it,
1: it's both. I don't like needles and I'm not going to risk me getting paralyzed and me not being able to have walks with my child, me being able to have fun, yeah. me being able to go to the park, me be able to do amusement parks. Um, and also, even if you don't get paralyzed, I heard it gives you issues later down the road, like back pain, mm-hmm. and, you know, all of that, like, I just don't have time for it. And even then, sometimes that doesn't work. It's either two last minute. And you still feel the whole yeah. dang, uh, pregnancy or whatever the case may be or something wrong. Like something else may go numb than what the bottom is supposed to yeah. be. Um, so it's just like, you know, I don't have time. I'd rather, you know, endometriosis pain is very severe. So I'm just going to, I think birth is a little bit worse mm-hmm. than that. But like endometriosis pain is very like horrific. And like I'm in the on the floor crying and balled <laughs> up. So I, I think I, I should be okay.
0: And let's go back to that. Endometriosis was what? Can you say that again? Explain that to me.
1: Endometriosis—the definition of it is the tiny—it's a—it's a tissue outside of your uterus it's mm-hmm. not supposed to be there.
0: And you have to get diagnosed with that, right?
1: Right. And so my doctors at first did not take me serious. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, I saw this on the news or whatever, and she was like, oh, like the first time I talked to her, she was like, oh, well, if there's no cure. Just take birth control. I looked at her like. Girl, you got me messed up. Yeah. Um, so then um and then they also didn't do any imaging. Like my uh, my GYN never did any imaging or anything like that. So like how are you just gonna put me up on so I was like oh man, I Yeah. so I was also like having like a lot of pain outside of my period. So mm-hmm. when I saw another doctor which was a male doctor, and I appreciate this male doctor because typically I'm not comfortable with male doctors. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Well, did we do any imaging Nicole? And I'm like, uh no. And then my mama was there with me because you know she had navigated and she's like, Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so then um uh, so i end up getting the ultrasound um at the ultrasound they didn't see anything with mm-hmm. endometriosis but they saw an ovarian cyst that was the size of a baseball mm-hmm. so they're like typically we don't move cysts but this is a certain size so right. we're to surgically remove it he goes if when i'm in there i see endometriosis because it's like i said it's a fatty t- tissue outside the uterus but it can spread like all over your mm,
0: uterus. okay
1: and so um and your pelvic area and stuff so he's like when i'm in there if i see it i'll just take it out yeah like, but once again there's still no cure it, it can grow back oh. Um, so he was like so i'll do that so i end up um having the surgery my surgery ended up being longer than it was supposed to because i had the ovarian cyst endometriosis all over mm-hmm. um on top of me having fibroids so but I you're had,
0: still pregnant. But they told you it'd be hard for you to get pregnant. Right.
1: So, um, so got all that cleared out. But they did say like once you get it cleared out, like you could be fertile, fertile after that. But at that time, I was not trying because, like I said, right. It's all about who you decide to have kids with, right? And all of that. Right. Um. Plus that recovery, ooh,
0: was a pain. Um, yeah, so <laughs> you're talking about that recovery, chocolate, so, till you uh, have that baby. <laughs>
1: so I was like, um. So basically, I got that all together and all that taken care of, and then, like I said, over time it grew back. Um, and they said I probably end up having another laparoscopic surgery in like the next three or five years. But you know, now I'm here
0: and I'm pregnant. So see, you heard it. Just because the doctors tell you one thing does not mean that, because she is walking proof that your ass can get pregnant. <laughs> so um, yeah. Uh, what are you really excited for the most about motherhood? Like. Because you have a godchild, you have raised well—not raised other people's kids—but you have been there, you know, with relationships that have children. So, what are you really excited about?
1: Oh well, you know, I've always been excited about, like, you know, I don't want my belly to get too goddamn big now, but like, excited to feel like little baby clothes in my stomach, be able to feel the baby kick, even though I know I'm gonna regret it. But like, to feel the motions and the kickness, you know, and the ultrasounds, and like, I like. When my godchild was born, like, I cried. So, like, I know when my child's born, like, I'm going people who are crying. So, like, I just can't wait until, obviously, all that, I'm going to through out that pain. But, you know, they pull the baby out and then they hand the baby to me. And I'm like, oh, this is my baby. Like, don't touch. Don't touch. Don't touch. So,
0: you're going to be super excited. I just know it because, like, you love kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and do. this is your baby. Like, my! you know. So, nobody can take it away from you and be like, you know what? No can't have him this weekend can't have her this weekend this is your baby yes well is there anything you want to let my podcast know about you know your pregnancy that you feel like anyone who wants to become pregnant or just found out they're pregnant or is pregnant should know
1: um i'm still learning girl <laughs> Uh um, well tell us
0: tell my podcast how many weeks you are because they don't I know i am a
1: plus 10 weeks i will be 12 weeks uh, i want to say maybe thursday yeah thursday Um, so 12 because uh 12 is thursday Mm -hmm. Um, and then i have my blood work today for the gender and stuff so hopefully find that out and then i'll have my nt ultrasound december 10th thirteen.
0: and then baby's doing june june what
1: june 14th so hopefully she'll come earlier later
0: yeah, she thinks it's a girl. She keeps saying she she gonna be in her feelings if it's a boy. So just I'm praying it's a girl. But not with her her attitude. Child. All right, y'all. So we are signing out. Thank y'all for listening. And I will see y'all next episode.